you'll always get like the one person who's hip to the no and is like, oh, is that a boxer? And then you get the people that are like, oh, pit bull. I'm like, no, not a pit bull. Or they're like, oh, mastiff. I'm like, mastiff. I would just run with it. But yup, that's a pit. If it ain't pit, it ain't shit. Out my way. Hello. Hi. Welcome to We Don't Deserve Dogs. I'm Dr. Lisa Lippman. I'm Richie Redding, and we are back from Florida. Is this our first? Oh, yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Tri-state area, actually back at home. Just a little less humid. Slightly less humid. Yeah, even there's way fewer old people. (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't know. I don't go anywhere, so. (laughs) Yeah, that's a blessing. (laughs) But uh, we are pretty pumped for our guest today. She is a feature writer. She is the star of Coffee. Talk. She's a producer of Big Ideas, author of The Southern Education of a Jersey Girl. She's the star and creator of the hit Bravo show, Jersey Bell. I read all of that straight off of her Twitter bio. <laughs> Give it up for Jamie Premax Sullivan. Yay! Hey! Oh, look, we're doing a Jersey episode for Jersey Bell. Are you Jersey? All yeah. day. So we're. <laughs> oh, wait, we're- look at my tattoo. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're. That's no joke. Jersey Bell, yeah. And for our listeners that couldn't see that, that is a uh, a Jersey State outline tattoo that on your left yes, wrist. It is. Uh, I feel like you could have done that yourself almost. <laughs> and I say that in the highest regard. I did not. It's actually documented. I got the tattoo when I was filming Jersey Bell. Um, I had always wanted Jersey on my wrist, always. Uh-huh. And then I I mentioned it to the producer one day. I was like, I want to get a tattoo of New Jersey on my wrist. And she was like, well, we're going to New Jersey for the show. What if we set it up? Would you do it on camera? I'm like, hell yeah. And you'll pay for it. Uh. Done. (laughs) (laughs) Most importantly, uh, Jamie is born on a day that a lot of really class acts chose to be born. What's that? October 21st. No way. You share a birthday. We're birthday twinsies. You too. Shut up. (laughs) Yeah. So we are Libra Scorpio cusps. Uh I can tell you everything about our personality. But when you said classy, I thought you were going to make a joke because people love to joke with me that we, you and mm-hmm. I, share a birthday with Kim Kardashian Word. and Amber Rose. Did you know that? Word. So both, both of Kanye West's wow. long-term girlfriends well, are October 21st. How weird is this? I actually lost my virginity to a girl. To Kanye West? Who, oh, yeah, okay. to Kanye West. <laughs> he, he was screaming about Jesus. Uh, <laughs> no, I lost my virginity to uh, a girl that has the same birthday on our birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. Did I lose my virginity to you? Do you no. call it Virginie? Anyway, that's great. Yeah, Virginie's way weirder. No, I like yeah. <laughs> but, I'm traumatized. Yeah, but that is neither here nor there. That is so cool that we share a birthday. I love that. Yeah, and Jermaine, to this show, uh, you are also dog mom to Knox, who, if I do my math correctly, is around two years old, doing some change. He is. He is two years old. Now, let me just preface this with, I am a Doberman mom 
in my core. So uh, my breed, my my personality breed, the breed that I most align with or that speaks to me, my you know, everyone has their breed, you uh, know? Yeah. My breed is is Doberman. So I had what I call my heart dog, which is the one dog in your life that like you never get over. No dog ever lives up to them. It's just like yeah. that dog. So my Doberman Ace. Strong name. Was a rescue. And they told me that he was five. I could tell by looking at his face that was not true, but they <laughs> wanted, it's it's hard, as you guys know, to rehome big black dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Because we are trained to believe the bigger and the blacker, the more dangerous. They also say that there's, there's something about, I mean, and we've talked about this on the podcast before. Yeah. It's a known thing that black pets in general, dogs and cats have a harder time getting adopted. They say it has something to do also with like, not being able to see their eyes in a shelter setting. I don't really know. I don't get it personally, but it is a thing. Honestly, not to not to like take your listeners down the wrong path, but it has to do with essentially systemic racism. We are trained to believe that big black, black anything is bad, scary, right. dangerous, you know, black cats, sure. scary, sure. dangerous. Yeah. It's all it's all the the same narrative. But anyway, I adopted him and took him to the vet for a checkup, obviously. And she was like, oh, this sweet boy is not five. (laughs) This sweet boy is, this sweet boy is probably closer to eight. And so she said, this sweet boy is not five. He's, he's probably closer to eight and he is in good health now. But as you know, Dobermans can have uh, cardiomyopathy and these are things that we want to check for and we'll do checkup, routine checkups and all those things. So I had him less than two years. He was the greatest love of my life. He really saved me. And one day we were out on a walk, just walking. And he saw saw a cat and he went after the cat. And that was it. And I was holding him and he was freaking out. And then he let out like a yelp and he started to stumble. And it was just the most traumatizing. He, He fell over on his side and died oh. in my arms. Oh. And it was, oh my, God. Oh, oh my God, oh my God is not the word. So I I, I wailed. I, I think they heard me in New Jersey from Alabama. I sat on the driveway and held my dog and wailed. It was so sad that my neighbors came out of their houses and like everybody cried. My whole oh. neighborhood was crying. Oh my God. It was awful. And so anyway, my kids, we, 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 I'm I'm a typically a rescuer, but my kids were like, "Can we please have a puppy? Mm-hmm. We uh, want a puppy." Nobody has got gone this deep, this sad, so early in an episode <laughs> that like we usually get like we a good it. twenty minutes in before we give somebody a shot to the belly with. Then he died, but we just <laughs> led with like, yeah, we just well, led with the tragedy. Well. Now we get to talk about Knox. I have never had a boxer before. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm not a boxer mom. <laughs> By nature. So you're new to the slobber game. I am. And <laughs> the eye boogers. Uh, the eye booger game on a boxer is next level. Yeah, eye boogers. And they have a very long, what I am learning now, because Knox is too, they have a very long puppy phase. <laughs> puppy phase? Uh, yeah, like- you know, most dogs, you start to see signs of maturity as they approach their second birthday. Knox uh-huh. Knox is as, certainly he has matured since he was a puppy, sure. But he is bad. Uh, he's just mischievous and bad. We have handles on our doors uh-huh. like this instead of knobs. And he has learned to open every 
door. Chloe figured that out when she was like six. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, oh, I can get into places. Well, Knox figured that out last month. And, you know, my husband, we went to a soccer game last night and uh, he, we, he left him in the garage and he said, Knox is in the garage so he could eat. And I said, okay, great. And all of a sudden my husband goes, Knox is not in the garage. I go, what do you mean? We're on the soccer field. Like, how do you even know that? He goes, I just got a ring alert. <laughs> the door to the house has been opened. He let himself into the house from the garage and pooped on my floor. Oh. Uh-huh. And what he did was he went to my front door and he scratched up the wood on the front door. Like it looks like he was frantically trying to get out. Anyway, long story short, he's a pain in the butt, okay? He's a total pain in the butt, but like I I love him. He's the most handsome boxer I've ever seen in my life. I honestly, I mean that sincerely. Do you know boxers well or no? Uh, yeah, I was going to ask actually. So you so you went from a breed that has dilated cardiomyopathy to one that has arrhythmogenic right ventricular cardiomyopathy. What does that mean? There is something called boxer ARVC, which is also like another type of cardiomyopathy. So Why are you being such a with, bummer? Well, I don't want to be a bummer. We were being I don't, fun I don't talking want, about how fun boxers I don't want to be are. A bummer. Yeah, but I do. They all should come with their own little labels. I know. Well, I always say, you don't want me to be your friend. I ruin everything. People, my friends think they want me to be their friend and then I ruin everything fun for their dog. So. Well, here's the thing. The woman I bought the dog from when I bought Knox. Dog. That's a Jersey dog. I heard it. I heard it, girl. I love it. She told me his parents were whatever you said negative. Okay. And she also told, you know, she gave me the papers because he's like, a fancy kind mm -hmm. of dog that has papers. And she said both of his parents are negative for the heart thing you discussed. And also that he had had a full exam from a vet and there were no, obviously no detected Great. issues. But my vet, my vet does check him. But yeah. at this point, I'm so gun shy. And when, the, in your experience, when boxers do show signs how old typically are you seeing them? With the ARVC, I think I think it can really be like any age. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this says they develop around five to seven years is actually typically when you see it. Are you effing kidding me? <laughs> I know. What the... H-E double hockey sticks. <laughs> so it's just going to be really important for, you know, your vet to listen to your, to him every year. Maybe do like an ECG at some point, especially if like you're going to consider ha having him undergo any surgery. Sometimes people will just go to a cardiologist and have uh, like a halter monitor place, which is basically like a 24-hour ECG that they wear. They wear like a cute little vest and it just monitors their ECG over a 24-hour period to make sure that they're not having any ventricular arrhythmias. Wow. So, yeah. Well. I know. <laughs> no, but that's good. Now, now I know. Now I know. But, but let's talk about, let's talk about. How cute they um, are. They're real cute. <laughs> He's so handsome. He does not have that very pronounced underbite. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't look like the Turner and Hooch dog. Right. He's so, he's fawn colored. He's absolutely gorgeous. I, people stop me every time we're out and say- How beautiful he is. How gorgeous he is. It is really interesting how 
ignorant people are to breeds of dogs because every single time he and I are walking, you'll always get like the one person who's hip to the no and is like, oh, is that a boxer? And then you get the people who are like, oh, pit bull. I'm like, no, not a pit yeah. bull. Or they're like, oh, mastiff. I'm like, mastiff. I would just run with it. But yup, that's a pit. <laughs> if it ain't pit, it ain't shit. Out the way. <laughs> <laughs> what was the reaction when you were uh, rolling down the street with with Ace? Because was he also clipped and bobbed and all that stuff too? Which make it makes Dobermans look so much more sinister. I had never I had never seen a, a, like an unclipped Dobry until like I think you introduced me to one. They're they had, so cute. They had floppy ears. Yeah, it makes it such a different dog. My first rescue was a female Doberman, um, a stray, two years old, so skinny and pitiful. And when I went to the, they called me because I said, I want a Doberman. I don't care what, what it looks like. And they called me about six weeks later and said, we have a Doberman. <laughs> it's a girl. Uh-huh. And I was like, I'm coming. <laughs> and I got there and I was like, that's a rat. What is that? <laughs> it had floppy ears and a long tail. It looked like a giant malnutrition dash hound. <laughs> and the people who ran the shelter we're like, no, we promise you she's a Doberman. She's just not been clipped or docked and she's malnourished, whatever. Well, I adopted her and got her sort of stocky and put, you know, she put 20 pounds on really quickly. Uh, and um, I took her to the vet and the vet was like, she's old <laughs> to dock her ears and clip and clip her tail. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I was like, but she doesn't even look like a Doberman. And she was like, well, her spirit is Doberman. She is a Doberman. But if you- you know, if you clip her now, you're going to cry. It's going to be so, you're not going to want to do it. So I didn't do it. Yeah. And I spent years telling everyone, she's a Doberman. I swear, she's a Doberman. Well, they were like, what is that, a black beagle? I'm like, it's a Doberman. Yeah. (laughs) It's a pit bull. So I um, am doing something big. You guys mm-hmm. might find this interesting. Mm-hmm. Since since Knox has learned to open the doors, he has learned to let himself out of the house. So if we forget to lock the door, I will go, why is it getting hot in here? And someone will go, oh shit. You know, I'm running <laughs> to the kitchen and the door, he will have let himself out. And what he does is he takes off running after anybody that's walking and barks at them and scares the crap out of them. This is exciting. So <laughs> I, I, not really. My new name, we just moved and my new neighbors are like, put your damn dog on oh, a leash. Yeah. We are getting an invisible fence. Okay. I mean, we don't have a choice. Yeah. I, I, can, I cannot untrain him to not know how to open the doors. You know what I'm a big fan of is have you, what do you have a GPS tracker on him? Like the whistle collar? What? So- <laughs> Uh, oh, Chloe's not wearing hers right now. But there's a GPS collar. So it's a collar and it's a tracker. So if they get out, you can actually track where they go in real time. It's a GPS that they wear and it's amazing. It also tracks like how much exercise they should be getting, like their steps. Like we know Chloe, they, they're owned by Mars, which is one of the biggest companies that has access to a lot of veterinary data. So they know how much like exercise a boxer puppy should be getting. So like, for example, Chloe, based on her age and her breed, she should be getting 36 minutes of exercise a day. What's her breed? She's a Rhodesian Ridgeback. So she's right up there with okay. the big dogs. 
Um, I was, I think Dobermans. I love Dobermans too. I would totally next next dog have a Doberman. Um, Interesting. Oh yeah, I love them. You know this. So uh, anyway, yeah, it's a tracker. It's super cool. It it tracks licking, scratching, where they are, their GPS. It's incredible. It's so, also super very highly fun recommend. that uh, like if you're just being a total turd one day, like you know snow days and stuff like that for us. I've I've had it before where it's like 3 p.m. and Chloe's supposedly supposed to get 36 minutes of exercise a day, and I'll get I'll get an alert at at, at 3 p.m. that says Chloe has achieved zero percent of her exercise for the day. I'm like, oh, we're killing it. Yeah, that's how we know how good of a parent we are. Well, listen, I sent I, a lot of people judge me for this on Coffee Talk, but I send Knox to daycare every single day, Monday through Friday. He gets dropped off at eight. 15 in the morning and we pick him up about 5.30 and he plays and he runs and he- Yeah. I mean, I don't know why people judge you. I think that, you know, you got to do what you're doing. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I'm sure he's having a ton of fun. Well, he is, he is having fun. Um, it, it is costly, but I work hard yeah. um, and it shouldn't matter to people what I spend my money on. No, that's ridiculous. But I'm a writer and I cannot yeah. properly mother him all day. Yeah. And but then he comes home and a tired dog is a happy dog. So I think that's great. Yes. I have no, I have no issues with that. Unless it's a uh, rambunctious two-year-old, right. still a puppy boxer. Apparently. <laughs> he probably <laughs> still has all the energy. Yeah. Well, I just introduced him to pig's ears mm-hmm. and he loves them so much. He, he He's typically a bully stick dog. He can mm-hmm. go through a whole 12-inch bully stick <laughs> a night. A night. Oh. Uh-huh. Um, he does not like rawhide. At all, not interested. But so that so that keeps him busy. He does not like antlers. Yeah, that's good. Antlers are hard. Will crack his teeth. But he loves the bully sticks and he loves the pig ears. So and the greenies, those greenies. Yeah, as long t- as it keeps him busy and happy and mentally stimulated and physically stimulated, that's amazing. Yeah. So I have a question for you. Um, okay. In my in my web stalking of you. Well, first of all, are you still in Alabama? Yeah. Okay. Great. Perfect. So on uh, on the show Jersey Bell, you have dogs, cats, chickens, and Phoenix the mini horse. Yes. Is is this creature still in your life? Well, that creature belongs to Arden, who is not in my life. Okay. So, but yes, the horse is great and all her horses are great. Yeah. Like, so mini horse... Is, is, is it the same thing that Schwarzenegger has two of that he's like always hanging out smoking a stogie in his uh, in yes. his whirlpool and and these horses are just like chilling right in front of him? Yeah, Phoenix is actually smaller than those horses. He's really he was really little, but yeah, it was a gift that Arden's husband bought her, and they're such they have a stable and they live like on a lot of property and they're super into. Stuff like that. Yeah. If you have a if you have a, a, a tiny little horse like that, does does it, does it live outside? And do you treat it like a horse, or you're just like, come on, horse, come inside? No, you treat it like a horse. It has very okay. horse behaviors. Mm-hmm. People think because of its size that it has dog behaviors. It does not. No, my God, mini mini horses are talking. Yeah. It, oh, mini horses are a little feisty. Yeah. They can be little feisty a holes. They kick for sure. Really? Yep. Oh yeah. They're definitely not a kid's pet. Right, which is like you totally see them. You're like, oh, I want my kid to have one of those, but it would just like kick a kid's ass all the time. It's you think you want your kid to have it until they have it, right? And then, then you're like, this <laughs> this sucks. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, exactly. It's definitely not not a pet for beginners or kids. 
well, I guess we can just cancel the Hanukkah present that I was going to get for Luki and Emmy. I was going to get them in <laughs> you indoor can get me one. mini horse. I'll take a feisty No, one. no, it's I'll over. It's got to be for a kid or nothing, dear. Anytime. Okay. We have come to the part of the program, Jamie, where uh, we have compiled for you a Cosmo-style personality test. So- Regarding your beloved Knox, uh, one through ten grammability. How's the boy doing on the gram? He's a handsome, handsome sob. He's got to be doing pretty good. Okay, here's the truth. The truth is, I don't take the best pictures of him, but when he is on the gram, people love him. So I, I should take better pictures of him. Shame on me. But when I do put him up, he's a ten on the gram. <laughs> okay, are you possibly? Uh, like subconsciously sandbagging him. So he's, so he's not getting all the love. <laughs> no, I just, you know, what's so sad. I know I, you're like, stop making it sad, but I keep getting all these Facebook reminders about ACE from like, Oh, three years ago, you were with this dog you loved. And so now I'm like, I'm like gun shy to keep putting knocks on social media. Cause I know it's going to come back to haunt Aww. me. Oh. Yeah, but also time hop's going to get you in your feelings, just like from your phone. So <laughs> yeah, it's going to get you no matter what. All right. Number nine. Savagery. Uh, he's a savage. He's a dick. He really doesn't care. <laughs> he really doesn't care. He's not afraid of me. And his new thing, this just started. Mm-hmm. And they say two-year-old dogs are like teenagers. When I say to him, come here, he stops and he puts his head down and I go, Knox, come, come. And he waits. And if I step towards him, he just, oh, 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 she's playing. She's doing something. And he'll like, he'll be like, I'm so glad we're recording this video. That was such a, you nailed it. That was, you are a boxer. And I'm like, cut the shit, you little turd. Get over here. And he's like, and he growls back at me. He's like, you know, not aggressively at all. He thinks it's a big game. No, Knox is a dick. He, I, I love him, but he is a dick. <laughs> so you guys have wonderful communication skills. This is good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but did we get a number on the savagery? <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, eight. Eight. Okay. And he, he will apparently chase down anything on feet or wheels. So I think that also adds to Correct. the savagery. Stamina. Oh, a, a 10. He does not. Well, okay. Let me take that back. He's better now. So I need, I do need to reward good behavior. Mm-hmm. When I say go to your bed, he looks at me every single time and makes me say it a second time as if- You sure? <laughs> was she serious the first time? And I go, Knox, go to your bed. And he goes like, I go, uh-huh, go to your bed. And he like <laughs> walks and now he'll lay in his bed in his place and take it down a notch. But the dog- uh, I don't know. He has been like, we've been, go- I've been taking him on long walks and he'll just lay in the grass. I'm like, what are you doing? We are not done. And he'll just lay there. So let me say seven. Okay. <laughs> has he discovered the joy of poop rolling yet? Because we have a certain hound yeah. that- No. Well, he- there's no warning whatsoever. You're on a perfectly normal walk. She smells something. She hits the brakes and she's like, hold my beer. I'm rolling in this poop. And oh my God. No. Yeah. It- it, it's usually invisible poop. Knox is actually the opposite. If he so much as accidentally steps in his poop, he is so distressed. He's what <laughs> he's he's freaking out. And God forbid there is uh, a piece of poop that will not 
figure itself out at the end of pooping. Oh yeah. He will. The hanger. We call those hangers. He gets so, he gets so distressed. No, poop is not his friend. He poops and he wants to be done. Let me clarify. It's not her own. She also runs away from her own poop or dog poop. It's goose poop. It's specifically like bird or goose poop. She'll roll in. No, no, no. He doesn't like any poop. In fact, in fact, if he smells another dog's poop, he moves away from it. Pee, he'll smell all day. Pee, all day. But poop, no. Right. Okay. You remember, we didn't discuss this in the podcast. Um, Do you remember that time that I was, it was pretty late at night and I was like, babe, you got something on your pants. There's something greenish on your pants. And you're like, oh, I don't know. And then Chloe got on the bed and I was like, hey, there's goose poop all over Chloe's back. Uh, we, we had to give her an emergency bath. At, yeah. it, it was like- Dawn is really good for that, by the way. Dawn dish detergent. It is yes. really great for that. It's Dawn super dish safe. Detergent. People, yeah, wash it in. You are wash a the, huge, I'm a crazy, huge, I love Dawn dish detergent. The way that she <laughs> that she always tries to sell me- They need me to sponsor on, us. They really should. <laughs> I'm reaching out uh, to them The way right that now. Lisa always tries to sell me on how good Dawn is, she's like, we put it in cat's buttholes. Like, yeah. okay. Well, no, we use it in enemas. It's but, that safe. It's but, so safe. <laughs> But, but she says it like it's like it's a so safe, major talking But also point. so effective. You can put it in your butthole. So safe, so effective. Okay. All right. Back to our, uh, our, our dumb little quiz. Problem solving skills. Uh, uh, well, <laughs> um, I'm going to have to give him a 10. Because he, when I hide treats, he finds them every time. Good snout. Yes. He can move his body to get out of any tight space. Uh, and he learned how to open doors. Yeah. So he's a velociraptor. So I'm going to give him mm-hmm. a 10. Yeah. And you don't think of, uh, uh, maybe the boxers just, maybe I'm being, I'm being breedist. Maybe they just look dopey. So you think that they're not going to be the most clever dog. They're smart. Yeah. Yeah. Was, was I being breedist there? You can tell me. No. You can no. tell me if I was. Oh, no. They've got that look. Okay. <laughs> Final question. Uh, coitus interruptus skills is, uh, is he putting the kibosh on sexy time? No, not at all. I'm asking Zero. if he's a cock blocker. That's what I'm asking. He is not okay. a cock blocker. Zero. Strong. <laughs> really? Is he almost Zero. like helping things out? <laughs> no, nope. he's just he's he he's does he barely come he barely comes in our bedroom at night because he likes he has a, he likes to sleep in my husband's closet. So when it's nighttime, he goes right in the closet and goes to bed. Oh, that's great! Nice. I would kill for that. And he does not come in our room until six thirty in the morning, and he's not allowed wow, on the impressive. furniture. So impressive. The bed is not an issue. Wow. Yeah. You hear that, babe? Yeah, it's Dog very impressive. Doesn't get. Maybe Jamie's looking for a second husband. I don't know. The b- <laughs> Do you have any uh, any questions for the doctress? What are, can you give me three human foods that uh-huh. are perfectly safe for dogs that I can yeah. 
just give him as a treat. Fruits, vegetables, like anything that you know for a fact is perfectly safe. Yeah, I have lots of factual things like that. Actually, I just, I did a Reels. Thanks, Instagram. I did a Reels with four foods that are safe. I mean- For every, Reels? Uh, yeah, for Reels. Stop yeah. it, stop <laughs> it. <laughs> Maybe you oh need God. to go work for Instagram. I do comedy. Yeah. Uh, stop it. Everything in moderation, right? But uh, blueberries, I love blueberries as treats. They are okay. really super high in antioxidants. They're easy to give. He won't eat them. He won't eat them. Okay, carrots. You don't want to give a ton of carrots because they're, you know, they're still high in sugar, just like we wouldn't eat a ton of carrots, but they're super safe. And usually dogs like them and they're great. Also treats for puppies, like for if you freeze them when they're teething, uh, that is an excellent treat. Meat. (laughs) Watermelon. Well, I bet he'll like watermelon if he's finicky. Is watermelon, is that real? Yeah, for sure. Watermelon's good. Again, you know, it's a fruit has sugar in it. So again, moderation, but super uh, yummy and refreshing and What about, safe. what's your, what's your uh, little nickname for ice cubes? <laughs> Water cookies. Will he eat ice cubes? No. Okay. <laughs> it's really silly looking when a dog's eating ice yeah. cubes. And we call it's them water fun. cookies. You know what he loves? He loves apples. Yeah. Apples are good. And loves the cores and he lo- like, he'll eat any part of the apple, he loves it and he loves eggs. I would be careful with the apple seeds or the core for them. Um, but I mean, if he tolerates them and has no issue, then eggs are great. Eggs are an excellent source of protein. Uh, bananas. What about raw? You like raw eggs for dogs or cooked? Cooked. I, I'm not a proponent of raw. I think they have done studies on raw looking for a benefit and there's no additional benefit and there's all the risk of E. coli, salmonella, things like that. So a uh, big fan of doing just like we would do, just like we do for ourselves. But if you accidentally drop an egg on the floor and Knox would lick it up, that would be amazing. <laughs> That's huge. Okay, That's a big uh, advantage. I mean, I wouldn't let you do that if you dropped an egg. I wouldn't let Chloe lick it up if you dropped it on the floor. But Okay, so he won't eat a banana either. Okay, so apples, I'm going to try watermelon. Yeah. What about green beans? I never tried it. Green beans are great. Cooked or? Either. Raw. Okay. Yeah, either, either. Green beans, carrots. And anything I should be, anything good for him. Like I when, when I had Ace, I used to give him melted coconut oil on his food or uh-huh. peanut butter. Uh-huh. Thoughts? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's, there, co- coconut oil has so much controversy surrounding it now. I am a big fan of fish oil. So fish oil, uh, that's high in omegas. Um, I use a product for Chloe that is prescription actually. And there's another company I really like called Nordic Naturals. Um, But uh, yeah, so omegas, anything that's high in omega fatty acids, so EPA and DHA, uh, highly anti-inflammatory, great for skin health, joint health, heart health. um, And we also do probiotics. Is it a pill? Uh, No, actually- so a lot of them make it in pumps. So it's like an, an uh, oil that you pump on their food, or you can also do it in a, in a pill form. Or with the pill, you can also like puncture the pill and squeeze it out over their food. What was the name of the company you said? Uh, Big the, Naturals. The, the one over the counter, Nordic Naturals. <laughs> oh, okay. I heard it different. Uh, <laughs> that's one of the companies that I like. Uh, there's also Wellactin made by Nutramax. I use veterinary recommended solutions for Chloe. I want the pump one. Yeah, Yeah. the pump's kind of fun. Uh, I think pretty sure, yeah, Nordic Naturals has pump, has a liquid oil. And then they make it in like different flavors, which is great. It's it's not super fishy smelling. 
Those are all excellent. Yeah, it smells way better than you th- would think it would. Yeah. I'm going to look it up. Thank you for that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, great for heart health. Definitely highly recommend, and they usually really like it. Okay, great. That's really good to know. Yeah, those are excellent, excellent questions. Well, with that said, you were every bit the guest that we hoped that you would be. <laughs> and there's only one thing left to do, which is okay. to determine by way of a quiz... If you, Jamie Premack Sullivan, deserve dogs. You know what it is. It's time for a quiz about dogs and shit. This is best out of three, three questions, and uh, it's pass-fail, okay? Okay. It's, it's multiple choice. This is the We Don't Deserve Dogs Alabama edition of Quizzy oh, Time. Uh, okay. Yeah. And I will preface this by saying it's kind of hard to find Alabama dog stories that aren't horrifying. So <laughs> these, <laughs> this is the best I could do. Okay, question number one. This past March in Lee County, Alabama, a little girl nicknamed Vady or Vaddy and her dog disappeared for more than 48 hours before being found in the woods. What was the breed of the dog? Catahoula leopard dog, red hound dog, basset hound, or Ghislaine Maxwell has Trump's P tapes. <laughs> Um, B. That is correct. Wow. Didn't even hesitate. That is correct. Did you know this from the news? No. Just felt it. (laughs) Maybe. I feel like I heard that name. I feel like I heard that. The local sheriff said that he thinks the dog had a lot to do with keeping her warm and protecting her from snakes. Vady, however, said, I slided. I slided down a waterfall. I was brave not to go in, but the dog ran away. So she th- <laughs> she just threw the dog right onto the bus. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, I like yeah. it. Okay, uh, you are one for one right yeah. now. Yeah. Okay. In searching for Alabama dog trivia, I looked up Forrest Gump to see if he had a dog, which I did not think he did. I found myself on a bizarre website called DoesTheDogDie.com, <laughs> a site dedicated entirely to dogs dying in movies, presumably for people that want to avoid getting triggered. Though no dogs were killed in the movie Forrest Gump, what animals were? Cats, parrots, monkeys, shrimps. (laughs) Shrimp. I mean, this was just a throwback. It was a gift. There wasn't many. There there just wasn't much. It was popcorn shrimp, shrimp, boiled shrimp, burl shrimp, butterfly shrimp, Mm -hmm. butterfly shrimp, uh, (laughs) shrimp kebab, shrimp cocktail. Shrimp gumbo? Yes. Guess that's all there is to know about shrimp. <laughs> uh, yes. Okay. So you're playing with house money right now. Um, you're doing fantastically. Uh, but ca- question number three to take us home. The movie Sweet Home Alabama highlights a very peculiar type of cemetery. In fact, Alabama is home to the only graveyard of this kind. What is the highly specific resting place? A coon dog cemetery, a roadkill cemetery, a bulldog burial ground, or a dog ball cemetery where people can get tiny little tombstones for their dogs neutered junk. Okay, in Sweet Home, Alabama, which I've seen a bunch of times, roadkill sounds very Alabama, <laughs> but coon dogs were big in Sweet Home, Alabama. 
Um, can I say roadkill? Mm-hmm. You can, but you'd be wrong. But it doesn't matter because you, you deserve dogs. You won anyway. You do deserve dogs. Uh, yeah, there's only 150 coon dogs buried there at that cemetery. That's real. But they get 7,000 visitors a year, and the wow. place is complete with a granite statue of two coon dogs treeing a raccoon. It seems that everyone loves this place except raccoons. But. <laughs> You deserve dogs! Yay! Yay! You That's it. it. You did it. I do uh, deserve yeah. dogs. Can you tell our listeners where they can find you? Perhaps your podcast? Absolutely. You can find me anywhere that podcasts are hosted. My podcast is called Tell Me What to Do with Jamie Premax Sullivan. And uh, it is uh, a Lemonada Media podcast. If you want real, Friends open, honest, um, and sometimes brutal uh, conversation about what to do, uh, that is the podcast for you. Very cool. Um, and then you can find me on Facebook if you want to see Coffee Talk in the Morning at Jamie Premax Sullivan. Uh, I'm very irreverent on Instagram, not at all well behaved. So only for the brave, you can find me at Jamie P. Sullivan on Instagram. Love it. Love it. And you guys can find me. Everything is at Richie Redding, at Richie Redding. And uh, I, keep an eye on my IG. I am doing some uh, some outdoor shows now, which is very exciting. Doing some uh, some yelling at people on roofs and parks. And uh, I'll also be yelling at some parked cars soon. That's what oh. Oh, okay. that's what the profession I love has uh, has become. We're just we've we've turned into street yep. performers. Okay. But, I'm, I'm out there, baby. Everything's at Richie Redding. Uh, at Dr. Lisa Lippman. That it. That it. That it. That it. Okay. <laughs> that is so great. Thanks so much, Amy. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to We Don't Deserve Dogs. I'm Richie Redding. And I'm Dr. Lisa Lippman. Yeah. And you can find both of us at our respective handles, those exact names, at Richie Redding, at Dr. Lisa Lippman. And uh, I just want to give special thanks to our editor, of course, who is Jordan Aaron, and our executive producer, King Joffrey himself, Jeff Umbro, of The Podglomerate. And you can find more of their shows at thepodglomerate.com. Some of the music in this episode comes from Breakmaster Cylinder. Make sure to check out the sponsors you heard in this episode because that really helps provide the show to you free of charge. Let them know we sent you. It also really helps people to find the show if you rate and review on Apple Podcasts or share an episode on socials. Tag us at We Don't Deserve Dogs and let us know what you thought. We'll see you next week when we return with another episode of We Don't Deserve Dogs. All content provided on We Don't Deserve Dogs is for informational purposes and entertainment value only. None of the content on We Don't Deserve Dogs is intended to constitute third-party veterinary advice or any other third-party professional advice. The content We Don't Deserve Dogs distributes or transmits should not be considered as a substitute for any type of professional veterinary advice. Nothing on We Don't Deserve Dogs is intended to be used as a veterinarian's diagnosis, veterinary treatment, or any other veterinary service and should not be relied on to affect the medical therapy of any pet. Nothing transmitted to or from We Don't Deserve Dogs can replicate a true doctor-patient relationship between yourself and a veterinarian. Your dependence on the content of any information found on or transmitted by We Don't Deserve Dogs is at your own risk. For veterinary care and advice, please see your veterinarian. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.